Happy Pick and Bones Tuesday to you, everyone. It's just me for this episode, and I'm going to talk about the very soon arriving dove season here in Iowa, and I'm going to guess in most other states as well. It just seems every year that, you know, based on what I'm seeing on social media, most guys get out and do some dove hunting on Labor Day weekend, which is this coming weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. I just reminded you, you get next Monday off from work, hopefully. Um, If not, you might get like, you know, time and a half pay or double pay or something like that. So all's not lost if you do have to work. But if you don't have to work and you love to hunt, get out there and chase some doves. You might have to, you know, get like a certain migratory bird uh, license or in Iowa, you just have to register. It's free, but you got to check a box somewhere that, yes, I'm going to hunt doves. So that way you can, you know, I can participate in the dove harvest survey that kind of thing Uh, but it is almost hunting season and that's what matters most here and doves are a great way to get back into hunting mode that's right summer's winding down you might notice the days are starting to get that they start with a little extra crispness to them and uh, you kind of get some of that you know fall time sunlight you just start to see it a little bit And you can start thinking about how it is almost fall, glorious fall. Well, let's, uh, I figured for this, this week of pick and bones, let's talk a little tactics on dove hunting. I am going to preface that by saying I have had some dove hunting success, but I am no like dove hunting aficionado. Um, I think those guys usually do like one or two trips down to South America and enjoy the uh, incredible hunting opportunities down there. But I have had some success and I have definitely learned from mistakes in the past that has led to more opportunities. Um, But uh, I figured I'd just, you know, talk you through a few of the things that I work into my dove hunting game plan so that uh, I can enjoy um, uh, what our state has to offer as one of its earliest fall hunting seasons. So the first thing I like to do is I like to scout. Now for me, I'm pretty lucky. Uh, With my job that I have, I'm working in dove habitat much of my day. So I see doves flying around all the time. And I take mental note of where I'm seeing congregate the most and uh, I'll talk a little bit more later on the kind of feeding areas to look for but you can kind of start to identify where those are on your particular area where you can hunt them by doing doing some of that intentional scouting maybe you're out messing with tree stands or putting up trail cameras for deer season keep an eye out for doves see where they're at see what they're doing Um, Maybe you're like me, you work outside. Maybe I'm just driving down the road. You notice that there's a large, uh, you know, flock of doves out in this same farmer's field all the time. Now you know what door to knock on. You know, whatever it is, start figuring out before you're hunting where the doves are, are most easily found. Okay, that's number one. So scout for them. Number two... I strongly recommend that you purchase um, some decoys. You don't need a ton of them, but, you know, they come in packs and and you can buy a pack or two of them and then find a good way to arrange them in a realistic looking way that matches the behavior of doves, kind of like what 
waterfowl hunters do. And, uh, you know, it helps, too, to get maybe one mojo out there where the wings are spinning and, you know, you got that movement that's going to draw in doves. I have literally seen doves fly past decoys and circle back into shooting range because they see that movement of that mojo or if you just have a really good arrangement of your decoys and gives you that shot opportunity. I've been able to capitalize on that multiple times and just have really, and it's, it's a, honestly, it's a ton of fun to do that and to see that aspect of the hunt come together. So get yourself some decoys. Next, you're going to want to put your decoys. I really like to use feeding areas. That's where the doves come in down low. They're going to land on the ground and they're going to want to loaf around on the ground now, I don't recommend necessarily shooting them off the ground. Um, uh, it's just, you know, usually a little bit more of a sportsman's move, I guess you could say, to uh, try and, uh, and and get them while they're in the air. But, um, you know, I'll leave that up to the individual hunter there as long as it's not doing, you're not doing anything illegal. Um, but, but um, yeah, you can use those decoys to bring them into that, shootable range, but also bring in more doves as well, which kind of brings in the next part. Another good place to set up decoys are in transition areas. So if you can, if you know where a feeding area is, and let's say maybe it's on, maybe you're hunting a piece of, a large piece of public land and there's a big sunflower planted area. And, um, um, these, these, uh, uh, this area is already covered by like maybe a group or two of dove hunters. You can't really, you know, it's kind of like fishing. You're not going to just like crowd in on somebody else's spot. So you can't necessarily hunt that, but what you can hunt is the area around the transition area around that, um, food source. Okay. And so maybe put your decoys in between there. And as those birds are being naturally drawn into that food source, and also scared back out of it every time one of those other groups hunting that food source uh, fires, they're going to maybe catch your decoys and you're going to get an opportunity there in that transition area. So that's another strategy that you can use is hunting those transition areas. I should also mention, I I forgot to say what kind of feeding areas you should be looking for. I like to look for uh, bare dirt where they can get at seeds and insects crawling around on the ground. Um, also they kind of like to dust themselves a little bit, take a little dust bath. So they kind of look for that. Um, another area might be if there's a freshly harvested, uh, cornfield or grain field, uh, that's another great place to set up. And even there you can like kind of tuck yourself if it's like half harvested into the standing corn. So you're concealed. Um, uh, but otherwise find some tall grass or maybe some small, small trees, or maybe even hunt out of a blind, keep yourself concealed, uh, in those feeding areas. And of course, you know, any kind of thing like uh, sorghum or sunflowers, those are going to be a real attracting, uh, food source, a real attractive food source to doves. And so those would be good as well. Um, and then here's something else, you know, not just where you hunt, but maybe you do choose a spot that you scouted and you thought was going to be good. Maybe it looked like a good feeding area or good transition area, but there's just not a lot of birds there. You can move. That's one of the nice things about doves. You constantly have new ones coming in. So you, you, um, yeah, once you move, it's probably going to be quiet for 15, 20 minutes after, right after you moved. 
But then as uh, you get yourself concealed and settled into your new spot, as new birds are start flying through the area, they're not going to know that you moved and they you're going to have an opportunity at some new birds. So don't be afraid to pick it up and move to a new location if you need to. And uh, always start your day out early when you're dove hunting. Um, birds, the phrase, the early bird gets the worm. That's that's true. And uh, birds, they like to get going pretty early. In fact, you might remember, you ever see those like funny reels where they play the sound of a bird? And be like, what? What is this bird? I know it from my childhood. Well, morning doves are one of those birds. They're the they're the bird that probably woke you up on Saturday morning earlier than you needed to because they were calling right outside your window. Um, I've just found that I've had a lot of my success of uh, of getting multiple target opportunities um, right away in the morning, very early in the morning, right at first light. And, uh, so get out there early. And plus that also gives you an idea of, you know, going back to the previous tip, um, how, you know, when you should move and giving you an opportunity to move because you've been out there long enough to kind of get an idea of, as to what's going on. So that's another big part of it. And then, uh, staying invisible. I already alluded to this a little bit, but, um, Birds have what we call a bird's eye view. They can see a lot of what's going on down on the ground. And they're not, you know, they're not so unobservant that they're going to be able to, you know, if they see a guy sitting there in blue jeans and, you know, blaze orange, that's going to look unnatural to them. Find some kind of natural cover that you can tuck into. A standing crop field is a great one. Uh, Standing uh, prairie grass or CRP grass. Um, something tall, uh, maybe, uh, maybe you got some like little cedar trees, or maybe you can tuck in under a maple or an oak tree, um, just enough out of sight that they feel comfortable flying over and their eyes are going to be drawn to your decoys instead of you. And that is the crucial thing. If you can do that, then you're going to be able to get those, those close shooting opportunities, and uh, you're going to be able to uh, capitalize on that. And then finally, if possible, don't make that dove hunt the first time you're out shooting your shotgun. Get a little practice in with some clay pigeons beforehand. I've heard before that doves are the one game species in America that require the most amount of ammunition per bagged animal. Um, You can spend a lot of shells trying to shoot those small, fast-moving targets. And so um, you're going to want to make sure that you um, that you are well-practiced with your shotgun. You got the right kind of ammunition that works well with it. And, uh, um, you know, be ready to go when it's time. I also recommend, um, if you're looking for a good kind of shotgun, maybe you got a couple options at home to choose from. Semi-automatics are just really nice for um, uh, dove hunting. You can get those quick follow-up shots because they get out of range so quickly that if you're using a pump gun or, you know, a brake action or something like that, um, you're probably not going to be able to get another shot in. Or the other advantage is if you got, you know, a a big flock that flies in, um, you got, you have, um, you know, quick successional shots like that. Just make sure that you hunt with a plug. Um most states that allow dove hunting require that you hunt with a plug 
in so that your gun can your shotgun can only hold i believe it's uh kind of a two plus one deal two in the magazine and one in the chamber so <clears throat> make sure that you uh you obey those rules as well but those are my uh those are my tips for this upcoming dove season it's coming so soon i hope you guys get out and take advantage of it i know i sure will i'm i think i've even got my brother jake talked into going with me so uh it'll be good to catch up with him and good to uh make some more hunting memories with him and hopefully we'll have some uh as uh my friend rob campbell likes to say some delicious flying livers to uh wrap in bacon and stuff with a jalapeno um here very soon so thank you so much though for tuning into this uh pick and bones episode presented by spartan forge if you haven't yet please download the spartan forge mapping app you will be so glad that you did it's free to download but if you'd like to get some of the other incredible features on that app you will need to subscribe to the full version of that app which i do caleb does alex does um i'm not sure if jake does he might i'll have to ask him but uh, um, you definitely want to get on board, though, with Spartan Forge. And uh, you want to uh, do the subscribe version so you can get the deer behavior prediction features to go along with that. So you can find a link for that in the show notes. Or if you go to my link tree in my Instagram bio, you can find one there as well. And then East to West Hunts. Alex has been a longtime sponsor of the show. And he is the world's best hunt planner you got any kind of dream hunt that you want to make happen alex is the guy to talk to he will walk you through everything that you need to consider he'll help you get the gear he'll help you get your tags and and buy your points and and all that stuff it will help he'll plan the whole thing for you if that's what you uh, want go to eastwesthunts.com and uh, get your free consultation with alex and uh, if you decide to go uh, forward with doing business with him then uh, tell him that you heard about east west hunts on the first gen hunter podcast and you'll save yourself 10 percent off that cost so make sure you do that and uh, you will not regret it i guarantee you and finally when you shoot it you got to tag it and if it's a big one you got to mount it and there's no better place to get that done than old barn taxidermy they are the best in the business they really will take care of you it's a scary thing dropping your trophy off at a taxidermist and, and, and expecting them to get it right like you want them to but you don't have to worry about that with old barn they take care of you they do it the right way and uh, you will be so grateful that you chose to go with them Um, they've uh, sam who uh, started old barn taxidermy has been doing it for decades so many animals pass through his shop i mean uh, over 500 deer alone not to mention all the other species that they taxidermy every year go through that shop year after year so go to old barn taxidermy you can find a link for him in the show notes and uh, uh you will be so glad that you did tell them that i sent you there please do um that helps me out um and so uh i'd really appreciate it if you did that well thanks everyone again for listening in um to this episode of pick and bones please leave a five-star review if you haven't yet on apple Podcasts and or spotify that helps get this podcast to more listening ears thank you so much everyone until next time take care and take someone dove hunting